0: Cricket is a game of glorious uncertainties. If you're a cricket fan, you've probably heard this cliche a million times. I have been a lifelong cricket fan and I've been hearing it since I started watching cricket in the mid to late 90s. However, I learned this lesson in a practical sense, in a very hard way indeed. My first cricket match, live in the stadium, was in 2007. I'm surprised it took so long, but hey, better late than never. It was the infamous India vs Australia ODI played at the Wankade Stadium. India had already lost the series, but an India-Australia clash always has high tensions and the Mumbai crowd takes no prisoners. This match, unfortunately, is best remembered uh, for the rowdy crowd behaviour which led to several members of the crowd being arrested, particularly because of monkey chants and monkey mimicry that was directed towards Andrew Simons in what is a disgraceful display of racism and insensitivity. However, the cricket on the field was top-notch. Australia batted first and in one of Muldi Karthik's finest moments when he took six wickets, uh, was able to set up only a pretty mediocre score. However, as you know, these chases can be quite tricky and despite a somewhat solid start from india they seem to be behind the eight ball now i'd been taken to watch the game by my elder cousins and unfortunately i had to follow their lead on whatever they wanted to do once india was 64 for six and against a champion team like australia they all decided that india has no chance in this game and they'd much rather avoid the crowds and the traffic and make an early exit like the indian batsmen had done already I have followed them against my wishes and against my best judgment and a few uh, car journeys later I found myself eating very mediocre dal makhani and watching India script an improbable but memorable victory on a tv screen in that restaurant. It hurt and I thought to myself you know it was my first cricket game it turned out to be such a great game and yet I wasn't quite there at the finish to watch it. I've actually shied away from telling people about this in the past so Listeners of this podcast will be the first to hear that I actually was not there for the end of that game. And you might be thinking that I learned my lesson and this was it. Unfortunately, no, this is only the start of what is a long drawn out saga of tragedy fast forward three years india versus australia once again this time it's a test match being played in mohali 2010 i drove from delhi to mohali to watch this game and i was there for the first three days enjoying myself having the time of my life i did think this would be my first ever sachin century in person and unfortunately he was lbw on 98 to mark us north of all people funnily enough Ricky Ponting was also LBW on ninety-eight in the same game, and he he was just Resh Raina which was kind of an odd coincidence between the two great batsmen. Now I'd left my dad alone at home to come and watch this game and by the end of day two I was getting pretty frequent phone calls from him asking him when I'm coming back home and telling me that I really don't need to sit for five days and watch a test match. He couldn't quite fathom how that could be a good use of anybody's time. While Sachin was at the crease I had my excuse. I told him there's no way I'm budging and there's no way I'm coming back to Delhi as long as Sachin is batting. Once Sachin was gone however I lost my excuse and I had to make that trip back to Delhi by the end of day 3. Now imagine my chagrin when on day 5, again stuck in front of a TV screen, I saw VVS Lakshman and Ishan Sharma defy the Australian attack and then Pragya Noja hang on by the barest of margins to see India clinch victory from the jaws of defeat, a memorable one-wicket win in a test match which remains one of the most cherished wins for India against Australia in a test match and one of the most celebrated games in the Border Gavaskar series completely once again, a tragedy and once again, a punishment that I bestowed upon myself by forgetting that cricket is a game of glorious uncertainties and by exiting far too early. you think this would be the end, but this is not the end. Uh, there are a few more incidents I'll have to recount over here. 6th January 2013, my first India-Pakistan encounter in person. I remember this being one of the coldest days ever recorded in the history of Delhi and I was there to watch India take on Pakistan in an ODI. Again India had unfortunately already lost the series but pride was there to be salvaged. There was a huge Pakistan contingent in the crowd and it was amazing to interact with them. I got to meet the venerable Chacha of cricket and it was a great day to be watching cricket despite the cold. Unfortunately the Pakistani pace attack was on song and Saeed Ajmal was ready to do the damage. India could only muster up a paltry 167. Um, But knowing that the Feroz Kotla pitch can be sluggish and can be tricky to chase on sometimes, uh, we were quite hopeful about India's chances. Those hopes, unfortunately, began to wane by the time Pakistan had made a steady 110 for three and only needed 60 or more runs to win. Now, I was with my school friends and you know the old story. Somebody started feeling ill. Somebody wanted to avoid the traffic. I was dependent on them for my transport. So I unfortunately had to follow them out of the stadium again against my better judgment against my wishes and once again i was in front of a tv screen watching ishant sharma and ravindra jadeja bowl spells of absolute magic and give india a memorable victory over pakistan in what has been one of the last games that the two countries have ever played together in a bilateral series or on indian soil it hurt it hurt a lot and that's not the end fast forward to 2016 now As a Christmas present to myself, I flew down to Melbourne to attend the Boxing Day Test Match being played between Australia and Pakistan. And it was wonderful. You know, as a cricket fan, you have all these memories of being a child and waking up at 5 a.m. to watch cricket in Australia uh, with a glass of chocolate milk, listening to the commentary of Richie Benor and Bill Laurie, watching the duck walk across the screen when somebody got out on zero. It was a dream come true. It was an unbelievable atmosphere. And I felt like a child sitting there at the MCG watching test cricket being played in front of 85,000 people. Pakistan racked up 443 runs in the first innings. Unfortunately, there was a lot of rain in the air. So day two, day three, there was a lot of rain. Australia came out to bat and there was no stopping them either. David Warner hit a century, Stephen Smith hit a century, and it looked like it was going to be a very high-scoring draw. It was going to be a batting paradise and there wasn't much left in the game. Now, a big reason why this trip had been possible at all uh, was cheap flight tickets i'd managed to get very cheap flight tickets by flying on christmas day to australia and by flying back before new year's eve so unfortunately day five what was going to be day five of this game was the day i was flying back home and i wouldn't have been able to see it now i had my i had my misgivings but i thought to myself there's no way anything is happening in this game but if you do remember this game uh, you'd be able to imagine my surprise when i walked off the plane when i got some network on my phone again and when i looked up the score on cricket four i saw that pakistan had lost by an innings in something that I really, truly could never have foreseen happening. The instance of a team losing by an innings after scoring 400 in the first innings had happened only once in the entire history of Test cricket before. And in that month of December 2016, it happened three times. Once in this game and twice in the India-England series that was happening in parallel. So there you have it. These are four incidents which haunt me. Almost every time I think about all the great matches I've seen in the stadium, I've had the privilege of watching some great spells of bowling, some great uh, batting performances, some great matches on the whole across formats. But four matches that I always proudly tell people I was present for, but I usually shy away from telling them that I wasn't actually there at the memorable end. From now to the end, and I don't think I'm going to stop being a cricket fan anytime soon, I will be repeating to myself that cricket is a game of glorious uncertainties. It's not over till it's over. It's okay to get a Jaffa and make an early exit to the pavilion as an opening batsman. It's never okay to make an early exit as a spectator.